0: Hey, good morning, Ashes to Ruby's family. Good morning.
1: Welcome to the Ashes to Ruby's conversational podcast on marriage, recovery, fear, anger. What else do we talk about?
0: Recovery. Codependency. Codependency. Addiction. (laughs) (laughs) Codependency, I find it's like that unicorn. Like no one really believes it exists, even the people with it. No. But isn't that Addiction.
1: It's not that no one believes it
0: exists. It's like just so hard to wrap your head around to put your thumb on it, like because you're not you're not snorting you. lines of cocaine and you're not drinking on a daily basis. When I got to the spa yesterday, oh, let's talk about the spa then.
1: One of the first people How's I saw skin? was walking. You're not
0: listening to me. I'm so listening.
1: One of the first people I saw was walking past me with "Codependent No More" in her hands. No. <laughs>
0: It's kidnapped did your spirits just go like this no.
1: i said good book that's it she goes yeah
0: so spent in a my, lot of time in that book in my early experience of of uh, recovery somebody i was talking to somebody and they said are you a friend of bill and i'm like bill who bill who <laughs> What that means is, are you a friend of the people that wrote the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous? <laughs> like, I, I was like, oh, I dropped. I didn't know, know that. It was the first time I heard it. I was like, Bill, Bill who? Oh, yeah, I felt dumb. Don't. And and people like to be, like, have that low profile. Yes. Yeah. So it would have been really cool if you had saw that book and went like, ah, I love that
1: book. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, if you're going to walk around carrying it.
0: I know. You're, you're saying something. To and rest like
1: right them. now. A lot of people are, are like recognizing, man, I don't want to keep living like this anymore. Like what is happening in my relationship?
0: I would say if there was issues in your relationship pre-COVID, <laughs> I believe that COVID <laughs> has ignited codependent uh, behaviors. Just like threw the, a little
1: gasoline yeah, on
0: them. Some chaos, some, some control, like, oh my goodness. And then kids running around. like, it, yeah, very chaotic. A lot of adrenaline going. A lot of excitement. <laughs> fun stuff. Hey, I'm not joking around about it because it is serious. So we laugh at our own addictions. I understand that. I'm not making fun of anybody. I apologize to you and your people and to my people. Like, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm just here to listen. What were you going to say? Who knows? How was the spot? Tell me about that. It was great. You...
1: As expected, you
0: went from 9 a.m. No,
1: my appointment was at 9. My appointment was Good at appointment. 10. Yeah, you have to make you have to you
0: have to like, did you get salt in your eye? No, I did. My
1: appointment no. was at 10 a.m. and I left around 9
0: p.m. Good morning, Jason. <laughs> you le- so you did a bender, a full bender, like not even just a work day, like a, a yeah, a, a long winter. Was it good? Did you enjoy it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It rained for, like, a really long time in the afternoon, which was totally fine, because um, we had done the circuit a few times, and so I went and sat by a fire and read a book, finished one book, sat for a long time. It was pouring, and then I, like, was like, oh, man, I'm just going to have to make a run for it. And you could see people, like, walking around looking for somewhere sheltered to sit, and I was like, I'm going to lose my spot. Mm. But I had to go pee.
0: If you're not familiar with the spots, like Wonderland for... And then... Of spots.
1: I didn't... Uh, you have no idea what time it is. So I went to the bathroom, switched books, grabbed a different book. Because I, w- I knew. I knew I was too close to the end of one when book. You went so I brought out. a
0: second I book. Brought a second book.
1: And then I made the grave error. Of? What do you think it was?
0: I can't even... It I... was
1: pouring... I was chilly. It was afternoon. I got a coffee.
0: Oh, you got a coffee.
1: And then as I was leaving the little spot where they have like the little coffee shop. You probably shop,
0: already had to before that.
1: Oh yeah. As I was leaving the coffee shop, I saw the time. It was four On the o'clock. wall beside the barista. And it was 4:10, four ten. Four ten. Like, oh my goodness.
0: Oh no. Did you have trouble sleeping last night? I had trouble falling asleep. Uh, I was yeah. what? All of our problems of our own making. I can't. Um, I have. I have contempt to prior to investigation, like so many of me and my friends. Yeah. And so we judge things and we criticize them and we uh, don't really get engaged or try to get something out of it. And so the spa would be one of those things. But I, I went there and I thought it was really good. And then the other biggest one was pedicures. If you've never had a pedicure, <laughs> I would employ manicure. No, pedicure your feet. They literally scraped off a pound of skin with a razor. Like I was it was tense because you had a razor on your foot. But I was like I walked out of there going like, My feet are alive. So there are some things that I would typically have so never that was engaged in.
1: Five minutes of nothing. We're really sorry. Thanks for hanging in. <laughs> We just talked about nothing for five minutes.
0: Now we're going to talk about something and we are going to enter our, um, morning meditation where we come up, where we read about a concept of recovery and take this throughout the day. So hopefully this can resonate with you. The title is July 9th. I am an instrument. If you were an instrument, what would you be? I don't like questions like that. Tuba?
1: (laughs) Just I have kidding. no idea. Well, wait, like you, you know that's, that with animals. That's a like, silly what would be question. your animal no, person? I don't. I strongly dislike those
0: questions. I think if, is that
1: a personality like?
0: Thing? I, I think you. If I would to classify you, I'm not
1: an instrument. I would I'm not say an animal.
0: I would say that you are a. I would say that you're a brass instrument. <sighs> I might even go as far as to say that you could be a French horn
1: it's so dumb i don't even know what that means
0: what would i be I, what would i be kettle drum cowbell i feel trump, like, trumpet trombone you know
1: that little children xylophone would i
0: be am an xylophone no ding, those are so cool ding, ding. those xylophones are making a comeback and I, it's just a xylophone Xylo xylophone all right say it wow. again Exilophone.
1: No, I, you don't I have am, to see the. I X. am an
0: instrument. <laughs> what instrument would you be? If I know that we shouldn't name our own instruments, Why, but what, in, what instrument would you what does be? It even type, mean? type it down. All right. Humbly, like I'm just assuming that it's. A, I'm not
1: trying to be difficult. I just don't understand.
0: You don't even have to try to be difficult. So maybe this will. All right. Humbly ask God to remove our shortcomings. I've heard this conversation before. What's the difference between shortcomings and defects? It's an interesting conversation. I'm not going to give you the answer. Maybe I will. Maybe there isn't an answer. Okay. The subject of humility is a different, difficult one. Humility is not thinking less of myself than I ought to. It is acknowledging that I do certain things. Well, it is accepting a compliment graciously. God can only do for me what he can do through me. Humility is the result of knowing that God is the doer, not me. In the light of this awareness, how can I take pride into my accomplishments? I am an instrument and any work I seem to be doing is being done by God through me. I ask God on a daily basis to remove my shortcomings in order that I may be more free to go about my uh, recovery business of love and service. Oh, Jason is the base of love and service. So our goal in recovery is to be love and service from others. I know that in my spirit, I was... Shouldn't
1: that be our goal in life? Anyone? Everybody's goal. Everyone's goal.
0: But in recovery... And as a child of God, I am to reflect his image because he puts his light in me. He puts love in me. So in early recovery, well, in the first two years of recovery, I was actually filled and met his love and realized I never knew what love was. I was trying to get it from everybody. Especially you. And, and I would I would give you roses and flowers and then grab them back and step on them and see? See, you <laughs> rejected them. And I was very manipulative. I was, I was trying to take, but, but love is consensual. Love is, is, is giving. Um, it's not a consumer. It's, a, it's fruitful. So that is the goal. And so I can only accomplish this out of the love that God's put in me. Mm-hmm. So then that's where the instrument is coming in. So, am I a glanging, glang, clanging gong or cymbal or cowbell? None of those are wrong. But in There's the a wrong place, context, for cowbell. there is a place for cowbell. Mm-hmm.
1: Typically at a football game. <laughs>
0: this is catch on a rough rider. ding, dang, dang. dang. Um, those fans. And so, this is saying about God removing our shortcomings. So, what's my shortcoming? I believe that a character defect is what I'm doing and not. And should not be doing. And a shortcoming is something that I, sh- I should be doing, but don't do. Say it again. So a defective character is something that I do that's not an effective tool of love and service. And a shortcoming is something that I could be doing, but I'm not doing. So God's going to bring bring up my shortcomings and reduce my character defects. Does that even make sense? In my head, sure. it makes perfect sense.
1: But both of them, I think, like, I don't know. Why I know that, have I know that the other, in but, the recovery yeah, literature,
0: think, people would say that Bill just didn't like using the same word over again. So he used three different words. Yeah. Do they need to
1: be different? I don't know. I think it's important to pay attention to, like, areas that need improvement Um, and then it's also important to like, see like the things that I do that really like are really not helpful to the people around me or, or to myself or to the people around me. I think that it can be challenging for some of us who have like a massive critical voice anyway. Um, and so we tend to really shy away and really want to focus on like what are my strengths like I just need to build on my strengths um and so it's a scary thing to like think I need to think about my defects of character or my shortcomings right because and then that's where the distinction because the book also talks about morbid reflection right we're not supposed to get into morbid reflection and so I like how it's encouraging us to do a constructive review, of a, a constructive when we finish the work, when we get through the 12 steps at the end, it's saying like as a daily practice, do a constructive review of your day at mm-hmm, the end of mm-hmm. every day. And that's not like a character assassination. You know, it's not like, Oh, I'm such a horrible person. And no, not at all. You know, a constructive review of my day is being willing to be honest and think like, Oh, Okay. I could have done that better. Mm-hmm. This went really well, you know, oh wow, like it's so important too to see like oh wow. This situation happened and I didn't respond the way that I would have like six months ago. That's amazing.
0: Because now you're seeing the spirit of God instead of the spirit of me where I'm irritable, restless, discontent. I'm trying to prove myself. I'm trying to be heard. I'm trying to be noticed.
1: And so I liked that language around like the nature of my character defects because instead of like nitpicking and having this big long list of like all these things that I do wrong and all the behaviors and then trying to fix the behaviors that I can't even fix anyway... The nature of my character defects, the nature of, you know, the, the stuff that I'm trying to like have fixed in my life is mm-hmm. really that I'm selfish.
0: Mm-hmm. And that's know, our nature. That's my, our, our...
1: I'm a selfish
0: person. And our nature, <laughs> so our no... nature is to be independent from God. I really had no idea what a selfish person I really was. Oh, no. Until I started. You so, knew. So, so the, the, the... So the 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 uh, reflection today, I, the meditation today is, how am I, where am I, a useful instrument in the in the orchestra of God, mm. or am I playing off key? And then why am I like, every day I have to plug into God, and so I get out of tune when I miss a couple days. Mm-hmm. So the most important thing is to be plugged into God, to be plugged into the Giver, and not just the gifts. And to go throughout my day on a daily basis being plugged into God. And then I'm a much more useful instrument. I
1: I think that's a really good example because God really wants me in his orchestra.
0: Mm. Oh, the orchestra. All right. I want to know what instrument you are, Jason. You're the bass. Uh, Thank you for playing along. We will see you. Have a great weekend. Wash your hands. Keep the peace and be of good behavior. And love the world around you.
1: Thanks for stopping in.
0: Thanks for stopping.